What up all you beautiful misfits and rejects out there? Thank you for joining me for episode 260 of Misfits and Rejects. In today's episode, you hear from me, your host, Chapin Cruder. And I know it's been a while and many of you are excited to hear what's been going on with me. But before we jump into the episode, I want to make a few announcements. First and foremost, I want to thank all my patron supporters out there. Patreon is a website that you can go on and support Misfits and Rejects by giving a monthly donation. It's all appreciated. Nothing is expected. But the Patreon supporters I have right now, I just want to give a big shout out to because under the circumstances I'm in, seeing that money come in every month, that little bit of extra income is making such a huge difference. And I want to name you by name because I really appreciate you. So big shout out to Keith, Bob, John, Yazi, Wallace, Jen, and Jay. You guys are awesome. It really helps minimize my expenses in that you're helping me pay that $50 a month for my website. You're helping me pay for the tools I need to create Misfits and Rejects every, every time I do an episode. And anything left over, I'm able to buy a beer for a guest or buy a few extra groceries. Right now, in my life situation, it is so helpful, and thank you so, so much. And also, big thank you to everyone who has supported in the past. It's huge. It helps. It makes a difference for me as a creator and somebody who tries to deliver this to you in a very powerful, meaningful way that has good audio, good content. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your donations help tremendously. So thank you again to all my Patreon supporters out there. And like I said, if you want to be a Patreon supporter, you can also head over to patreon.com, search Misfits and Rejects, and give a monthly donation. It's all appreciated. You can even give a donation once and then just cancel your subscription. That's fine too. It's super helpful. Also, I, for this specific episode, chose to film myself talking. So if you'd like to head over to my YouTube channel, Misfits and Rejects on YouTube, you can watch me speak into a microphone. I don't know if some of you want to see my face, but if you do, this episode is live on YouTube as well. So if you're sitting at your dashboard at work, by all means, pull it up and check me out. I'm pretty rugged looking, uh, sunburnt face, bearded, but that's my new lifestyle and I love it. Also, you might remember from episode 252, Jared Kett, the founder and CEO of Invert. Invert is a container company, and they're trying to challenge the plastic container industry, and they have created a fully recyclable, fully compostable little pharmaceutical bottle, and they've gained a lot of traction. They've done a great job. In fact, a few years back, I invested some money with them because I really believed in the product. I really believe in Jared and his vision, and I sold some stock, gave it to Jared, and was lucky enough to get in on one of the early rounds of funding. And I'm saying this to you now because there's a second round of funding starting very soon. And if anybody listening is interested in that sort of investment, you can contact me. I'll leave my email in the show notes and I can send you over the pitch deck on where the company's at and where the company is going. There's a lot of interest right now due to certain legislation that has passed in California, which is mandating that in over the next 10 years, all packaging, 100% of packaging is going to have to be recyclable or compostable. So a lot of plastic bottle manufacturers are trying to pivot. A lot of 
supplement companies like Nature Made, a lot of pharmaceutical companies are scrambling trying to look at different alternatives that they can start adopting in order to meet the requirements of this new law. So it's a really interesting opportunity if you or anybody you know is interested in getting in on an early round of funding for a business. Again, just reach out, let me know, and I can send you a bit more information. And the last thing I wanted to talk about is at the end of the episode-ish, I start talking about a few things that have been on my mind and different things that I might be able to do with you, my listeners. That could be really cool for everyone. So have a listen to that. And if you feel like you want to reach out and discuss more, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll have to listen to the very end to find out. Uh, I would love to hear from you and love to get your thoughts on the few things that I propose. So with that said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with me, your host, Jabin Cruder. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today you are joined by me, your host, Chapin Cruder. Hey folks, welcome back. It's been six months since my last update and I'm happy to be here with you. Coming at you from Mexico. As I said six months ago, I plan to move to Mexico in the new year. And guess what? I did it. I moved in January, January 6th to be specific. Landed, stayed with a friend for the first two months until I was able to find a house to move into. And have been here ever since trying to design the life that I've always dreamed of. As I mentioned in last episode, which was episode 245, I came with a plan. I came with the idea that I was going to land and I knew for a fact with 100% positivity that I was going to be able to make at least two to $400 a month online doing freelance work. I had made that previously while still living in the States. Uh, specifically on Upwork, trying to do voiceover work for various people who are advertising YouTube channels, so forth and so on on Upwork. And came and just got to business just every day, sending out applications, scouring Upwork. And over time, started seeing a pattern occur. Started noticing that I would get these individuals who were wanting to have an individual for I want to say like $10 an hour or less, 5 to $10 an hour, uh, read a script that was essentially roughly 8 to 10 minutes long. And they were all kind of following this YouTube guy video who was claiming that they could make a lot of money creating content on YouTube. And this was the formula, essentially finding cheap labor on Upwork, having uh, a script prepared that the individual would read myself, and then they would upload that and just you know start paving the way to fortune and fame. And it didn't occur to me at the time because I'm not super into tech and the changing movements that are out there. But I did the pattern was pretty significant. The amount of individuals that they want, the amount the individuals want to pay was so insignificant that I 
turned down pretty much everything. Not that I had many offers, but like a two or three guys were like picked up on what on my voice and liked my voice said, Hey, like, let's do this. How much would you charge me? And I charge my rates, which were like $25 an hour. And then they balked. They just would disappear. And it wasn't until I was corresponding with one of the last individuals at this point, I'd sent out, you know, a couple hundred applications. Um, that there was a hiccup within the system and I realized I was chatting with a bot. And it occurred to me that the individuals that I had been communicating with could have been bots as well and that everybody was following the same script that they had found on this one YouTube guy's channel and they were just stealing my voice, plugging it into AI and I would never find them on YouTube. Because a lot of times they would ask for another sample. They would say, hey, it's between you and somebody else. Let's just make sure you're the right fit. Why don't you send us another sample of your voice? And then I wouldn't hear from them again. Or they would follow up and say, hey, we decided to go with the other guy or girl or whatever it was. Uh, Sorry, maybe next time. And it wasn't until this little bot that I realized I was dealing with had this hiccup that I thought to myself, oh, wow. Okay, so... There's a high likelihood that people are just stealing my voice, running it through the various AI programs out there, and I'll never know. So I decided to do that for myself. I decided, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Let's dive into this and see what's going on. So I started doing the research, and you can imagine that now it was clear I probably wasn't going to make any money with the initial freelance work that I thought I was going to come down and get to utilize. And um, I had to come up with a new plan. And I was stressed. I mean, the amount of money I came down with, I had saved up was about $6,000. Rent that I was paying monthly at my friend's house was, you know, like $600 a month. And money was being burned very quickly, even though I'm in a very inexpensive place. You know, it's just the time's ticking. And so I concocted this idea to utilize AI and start trying to figure out ways to generate income with AI. And so what I came up with was using ChatGPT to summarize books. And I would start a uh, what I'm calling famous book summary channel on YouTube and then drive all that traffic to audible who gives a really nice affiliate commission if people sign up with your affiliate link so i cloned my voice i found a a company that you know clones your voice and you can then just basically cut and paste chat gbt script into this voice cloning app and then i read it essentially it reads it for me in my voice and so i started uploading all these videos to youtube and at this point have had you know, roughly a thousand views. I've got like 12 subscribers. I have like over 80 books at this point uploaded and summarized. And I had one conversion. One individual has used my affiliate link and that pays me a commission of roughly like $15. So at this point now, I've been in Mexico about four months, a little over four months now and made $15. So as you can see, this is a very hard process. All online entrepreneurship is. 
as you can imagine, anything new that you're starting doesn't instantly just blow up and become uh, successful. As you have been listening probably throughout my whole journey, it's been mostly valleys, very few peaks of making money, but that's kind of where my head went as far as a new creative way to try to make income online. And so I also had to get very real with myself because I knew this wasn't going to be the end-all be-all and it takes a lot of time to build traction on YouTube. So simultaneously, I decided to pivot completely and I have a friend here in Mexico who is a bookkeeper and he encouraged me to learn QuickBooks and start trying to do books for friends and family who have small businesses or who do freelance. And so that was an interesting task because learning in general is not the easiest thing for me, especially when it comes to things I've never had any interest in or used before. So it took me a solid, you know, 100, 120 hours of using QuickBooks to start to grasp it. And at this point, I would say I'm proficient at it. You know, I, I know each business has its own uh, types of bookkeeping that it needs. So right now I'm just doing cash businesses, which is probably the easiest one and always looking for a new client. So if anybody out there has a small business and, or is a freelancer, please hit me up because I'm looking for a few more clients for 2023 as I continue down this path of bookkeeping, which I think is more realistic for me to move forward with as I try to live remotely and continue to try to move towards that digital nomad lifestyle because obviously small businesses will always need bookkeepers if they're making enough money to incorporate that into their budget. And it's a skill set that I've always desired actually to be able to read financial statements. So this is kind of helping me in both ways, make money and learn how to read financial statements. So by no means am I making enough to really sustain myself here. I still have a little bit of savings left and hopefully we'll turn that corner soon. But uh, that is essentially what I've been doing since the last update. I mean, obviously last update was in October of 2022 and you heard me talking a lot about coming out of a depressive state of mind and what was helping me find more joy and happiness in my day to day. And that was the... Uh, baking job that I took at the cookie bakery. And thinking back on that experience, I realized like how important it is to one, take action and two, try to find something that at least gives you a little bit of fulfillment. And then three, for me, location, location, location. I, again, have said this many past episodes, don't enjoy Southern California and the hometown I grew up in, but I absolutely love the places I've resided, such as Nicaragua and many of the places that my travels has taken me and John over the years where we got to spend, you know, a few months, three to six months at a time. I just really connected with these types of environments. And so Mexico being on my radar after visiting a few friends a few years back, decided to make that move. And that process has been really interesting. And in many ways, I'm very proud of, you know, where I find myself because, you know, I landed and a friend was kind enough to let me stay with him until I got on my feet. And 
I would not have found the house I'm living in now if it weren't for the network that he plugged me into and his kindness and the network that I also surf with daily. And if you remember from episode 245, you know, surfing was kind of creeping back into my life and moving to where I live now, surfing was a huge motivation. Again, to test and see if surfing could still be a passion of mine, something I was really motivated to do because it is just such a healthy thing to do on a daily and have in my life. So coming here and really testing that. So for the last, I don't know specifically how many days, but definitely over a hundred, I've surfed, you know, 99% of those days every day, two to four hours. Um, and that's been beautiful. You know, I can't say that I have this tremendous fire lit inside of me again, like I did when I was younger, where I was really motivated to get out there and, try to progress as a surfer but what i do have is the desire to like commune with nature get some exercise and challenge myself and that's been a really big interesting lesson that seems to be connecting many dots throughout my past is that i like a challenge i like setting a goal that i know i have the capability of achieving it's a lofty one such as online entrepreneurship but the challenge of learning the various things I need to excel at online entrepreneurship. And for me specifically now with my new challenge of surfing, like the wave is extremely challenging. It's, it's very big, it's very dangerous, and it's very scary. And it's not a type of wave I was ever attracted to before, but it has all the variables of what I need in a challenge to really motivate me to go out there every day. Uh, and I'm being safe. You know, I have a what we call an impact suit for surfers and non-surfers out there who know what that is or don't. It's basically a suit with flotation in it. So I'll always come to the surface <laughs> eventually. <laughs> and I have a helmet. And I don't have the right size surfboards, I'm realizing. That's been interesting, just really having to come back to a place where a lot of the surf instruction I've given over the years, I'm having to take my own advice and... Uh, go back to basics, which is assessing, do I have the right equipment? Am I riding the right size board for my ability and for the wave that I'm trying to surf? And the answer is no, I don't. And now I have to come up with uh, a plan to make enough money to acquire the surfboards that are necessary to get myself out there. Luckily, I have a few waves in the area that I can access that allow me to at least you know, paddle out under under extreme conditions that I, I just couldn't and wouldn't paddle out in because I'm not equipped and I'm also not that confident um, with my abilities in those types of conditions yet. So that's keeping me, you know, out in the water daily. Um, and the place is just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's exactly what I hoped it would be and a lot more. The community of locals are absolutely incredible. The community of expats, which is really small, are beautiful people interesting i've i've heard so many cool stories that hopefully one day i'll get to share with you but these are the type of expats that aren't necessarily looking to share their stories or be found if you will so i will have to tread lightly and hopefully some of them will at some point be willing to to share their stories on misfits and rejects but um you might have heard the story, uh, I forgot the exact episode, but it was a few back, like three or four back of Chris. You know, he came into town, he's sailing towards the South Pacific, 
that was a really cool encounter meeting him this uh, very fit giant guy from holland who is just a passion and a drive to sail his way to the south pacific to surf uncrowded islands all throughout there and uh yeah my daily routine is like i said just waking up getting down to the beach surfing two to four hours coming back and really just jumping on the computer after a little bit of lunch and trying to work until i always set the goal of trying to work till eight or nine the reality is is that i lose focus around six or seven um and then some days i'll quit around five but you know i definitely try to always put in four to six hours at least and always driving towards either well it depends on how desperate i feel i how desperate i'm feeling and like how dire my situation is in the sense that like some days i have complete panic attacks thinking like this is never going to work i'm never going to figure out a way to make money online and i'll start just applying for jobs on linkedin and indeed and upwork and all the various places and one thing i'd like to share with you all is that uh chat gbt i have write all my cover letters because i'm not a creative writer and at this point, I have a hundred percent response rate from the individuals that I've sent my cover letter to, thanks to ChatGPT. So, it was kind of an eye-opening experience to realize that, you know, obviously when you apply for a job, you want to have some experience. But the individuals who probably usually get chosen are the ones who also have really good writing skills, or were using people you know back in the day when they had copywriters writing you know cover letters for people or resumes for people so that's been really interesting and uh i mean and statistics are easy to skew as well i mean when i say 100 percent return rate that's two individuals that I've, I've reached out to with my chat gbt cover letter so uh yeah i have sent out hundreds of emails but the ones that have required a specific type of cover letter i use chat gbt for and it wrote a beautiful cover letter on my behalf and those individuals responded, but I didn't get the job. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of computer time. And then in the evenings, it's, uh, wandering around, finding some good street food, having a few beers and yeah, unfortunately not socializing as much as I'd like with the local population to improve my Spanish, but I'm also really content with that. My life is really peaceful and i'll get around to it i mean at this point i live here and it's uh it's been a fun ride and i'll share some more stories with you if you want to stick around um so trying to find a place was hard trying to find a place to live was very hard very high demand the local population here it's a very agricultural community a lot of people are moving in trying to get jobs and so places would go up for rent and just get taken off the market really quick and literally you just had to either um be walking around looking for signs and windows or know somebody and i spent hours on my friend's scooter just driving up and down streets all through this little city looking for signs posted on windows uh that say for rent and copying down phone numbers and i mean in the whole in the solid month and a half that i was looking i think i found two that had a phone number and a for rent sign on it that I called and never, nobody ever got back to me. And um, yeah, I was getting concerned. But luckily through that network of people that my friend Nick hooked me up with, one of them was had a hot lead, which he threw my way. And uh, 
I was able to get this really cool three bedroom, one bath, nice little kitchen and nice little like salon sitting area uh, that is perfect for me and has room for, you know, friends to come stay if they want and really good location as far as uh, all the amenities are right across the street. You know, I have a hardware store, I have a fruit and vegetable sand. I have a little tienda where I can get pretty much everything. There's a great little taco stand. There's two little quickie marts that I can get some other cold drinks if I need. So everything's right here in walking distance and the neighborhood's great. Everyone is so friendly and my neighbors are awesome. Uh, A cute little older couple on one side and then, uh, you know, professional on the other side and everyone's just super friendly and it's fun. I love it. I mean, I I feel so at home here and just so alive daily. I just pinch myself every day. I ride my scooter to the beach just thinking this is exactly what I wanted to feel, to experience. I felt it for so many years in Nicaragua. I felt it all around the world from, you know, places I've been in Europe to, you know, the backwater towns of like Nepal, India, Indonesia, and Russia and just... There's just something for me magical about being in a culture that I'm not familiar with, learning about their norms, mores, and their way of doing things. And I can't get enough of it. I just, I love it. I mean, I do remember after like five years in Nicaragua, the first five uh, where I stayed without leaving that often, uh, I felt like it was time to have a change. Uh, so I can see that probably happening, you know, in like four to five years. But if I can sustain, sustain it, sustain it here, I will. I'll stick around. Um, but yeah, funny enough, like just not calculating how hard it was or how hard it is for me to create work online. Uh, it's been a consistent theme, as you've heard me talk about. You know, like I said in the beginning of the conversation, I was so sure of my ability to at least generate two to $400 a month through the freelance work that I had already generated some money with. Um, and then having that kind of fall apart was frustrating. Um, my unwillingness to do certain things I know I could make money at is frustrating. Like I know I probably could, you know, get certified to teach English, uh, but I'm just so apprehensive to do that. Um, Like I talked about in episode 245, the resistance that I had to get that job at the bakery was so strong and I really had to push through it. So sometimes I question whether I need to just do the thing I don't want to do and start teaching English or if I can make this online bookkeeping thing work, which is a skill set, like I said, that's a hard skill people need in their small businesses in the freelance world. So. I think there is an opportunity there for me and I do, I would say, not mind it. You know, there's aspects of it I even would say I enjoy when it comes to, you know, organizing people's transactions. And I definitely know I do not like teaching English online, but sometimes I feel like maybe that would just be the easier thing because right now I'm in salesman mode. You know, I have to cold email people. And just try to figure out every way I can to get the message out there that I'm an individual who can help with books. Uh, I've sent over four, nope, over 300 and something emails to various small businesses, predominantly yoga studios and Pilates studios from San Francisco all the way down to San Diego. 
just cold emails. Finding them on Google, searching an area, just hitting up every single one. And yeah, if anyone's done it, it's hard. You know, people usually already have a bookkeeper or yeah, they're just not interested because it's a small business, so they do it on their own. But I'll keep at it. I, again, love it here. I'm motivated to stay. And it's just such a good life, such a good life. The other thing I thought I was going to come down and do was course creation. Uh, creating some other courses I've had on my mind for a little bit, little passion projects. And with my new found living situation and the cost of living here, even though it's cheap, I had to buy everything for my house. So that meant, you know, a stove and oven and various things that I would need for my new little like maybe YouTube cooking show. And it's just not in the cards right now. Don't have the money for it. So I had to put that on hold and that's okay. I'm getting my baking satisfaction through other, other ways. You know, I create little doughs for people and then I take it to their place and we'll, we'll bake little flatbread and stuff like that, which is fun. Super cool. Um, but yeah, it's been such an interesting road. Like I said, it's worked out in a, in a, from a living perspective and like a new home perspective way better than I ever thought it would. I mean, the house is perfect. The location is perfect. The town is perfect. The wave is perfect. I mean, everything about it is exactly what I hoped. And that's rare to have that happen, right? Have, have a fantasy actually come to life and have all your expectations being met. And then, you know, contrast that with me not fulfilling the other side of that, which is finding a way that I could sustain it. I mean, my cost of living right now is $1,000 a month. It's not much, right? For a lot of people in America. Um, and it's frustrating to think that in four months, four and a half months, I haven't figured out a way to at least make half of that online and then have had a slower burn of my savings. But I haven't. And that's just the reality of it. And it's very clearly me and what I'm doing and the jumping around from one thing to another, you know, definitely doesn't help. Uh, but again, with the QuickBooks thing, that's a real thing that's, I don't necessarily need a lot of momentum with SEO and viewership on YouTube to get business from. It's, it's just putting on my salesman hat and trying to, trying to get a few more clients. I got two right now and that's good. Definitely need like five to seven, I would say to make what I need to make per month. So yeah, fingers crossed. But, uh, a few other things that I've been thinking about would be cool would be um, getting a, a feel and a temperature from you all and maybe seeing if, you know, I have a background in running retreats. I ran surf retreats in Nicaragua for years. And I'm familiar with the structure of that. And I really believe in Mexico and how beautiful a place it is. And I want to throw it out there to you to see if any of you would like to come down for like a, you know, five-day retreat. And I would run with my partners who also live in Mexico, you know, a five-day adventure retreat, yoga retreat, surf retreat, combination of all three, and taking, you know, maximum four to six people. So it's a very private, uh, connective event where everyone feels like 
we have time to converse and tons of questions can be asked and goals can be set and goals can be achieved when it, whether it's like just trying to stand up on a wave or do something you're afraid of or whatever it may be. Um, I thought that could be really cool. I know I've talked to a good friend about it, Wallace, who I've mentioned in, in past episodes, Wallace, bunch of love brother. I know you're listening to this. Um, so I kind of wanted to throw it out there to the rest of you to see if that'd be something interesting for you. If you have a desire to come to Mexico or have a desire for adventure, or even, Hey, maybe you are afraid of Mexico. You know, unfortunately the media portrays Mexico in a very negative way in America. And, uh, it's unfortunate because I think it keeps a lot of people away from Mexico who would love it and find that it's just not how it's portrayed at all. Um, and wondering if that's something that'd be interesting to you guys. So I will leave my email in the show notes and you're welcome to fire me an email and give me your thoughts on that. Um, and we can start a conversation because yeah, that could be really fun for everybody. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that that transition from the States to Mexico was the right one for me. I have no thought that would make me think that I made the wrong decision. It's always like, yes, yes, yes. So that's a positive. I think that, I don't think I know that the common denominator of me not succeeding with online entrepreneurship is me. And I need to really dive into that and assess that. And again, from episode 245, dive into some of the resistance that I have towards doing certain things that I don't want to do when it comes to making money online. I think that if you're somebody who is finding themselves in a stuck situation as well, you can definitely go back to episode 245 and listen to how I got more unstuck emotionally and now where I'm at now, finding myself to be in a very happy place, mentally, physically, in just such a good headspace that I'd love other people to feel this way too and see just how powerful it could be to one, change locations. Changing locations for me is like the number one thing, I think, to find happiness um i know there's a lot of eastern philosophical points of view that say you should be at least able to accept and be content in uncomfortable situations and i do agree with that i mean in many ways that's what i did back in the states just knowing i didn't want to be there but knowing i had to under the circumstances that i was in but changing a person's location can be tremendously powerful it's tremendously scary especially when you go to a new place you don't know at all, but it's tremendously powerful and healthy for sure. So I love you guys. Miss you all. Hit me up if you think that you'd like to come on a little Mexico adventure and we can talk details. Love to have you down here. Um, you know, my, my business partners live in the area and one is a, a therapist and a yoga instructor. So we can incorporate some really deep sort of conversations um, and sessions if you're somebody who needs that sort of thing into the retreat as well as you know connecting in the ocean on surfboards connecting in the jungle on beautiful hikes uh, connecting at night over dinner and drinks so if that's something that sounds interesting to you guys yeah let me know and uh, anybody who reaches out I will personally respond to of course and maybe organize yeah zoom call or something like that where i can get a feel for the pulse of 
all you beautiful misfits and rejects out there and, and try to put something on the books. And if there's a big enough response, then maybe I'll put a few on the books and we can all, yeah, get to know each other a little bit better. So thank you all for listening today. I think you all are still very beautiful. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ciao. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you joining me today. Remember, if you want to donate a monthly donation on Patreon, just head over to patreon.com backslash misfits and rejects and whatever you want, a $1, $5, $25. It's all appreciated and nothing is expected, but it's truly, truly helpful. So thank you again to all my Patreon supporters out there. If you like that idea about joining me for a retreat here in Mexico, shoot me an email, send me your thoughts, and we can either jump on a Zoom call or just correspond via email, bounce some some ideas back and forth. I think it could be a really fun opportunity to get to know you guys and show you around Mexico and have a cool adventure together. And then finally, for anybody who is an investor out there and wants to learn more about how to get in on an early round of funding for invert containers, I will put the link to invert also in the show notes and you can have a look. Uh, Let me know. It'll be sitting there waiting for you to check out and then you can fire me an email to learn more about that opportunity. So thank you again. I think you all are so very beautiful and I'll see you in next week's episode. Take care. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspire you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.